You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. We mentioned it a night ago. We were just a little bit early to the party for the Braves who are celebrating in walk-off fashion over the Boston Red Sox in game two of the series. They earned the split. They grabbed their first dramatic walk-off win of the 2022 season. So we got a lot to get into here on the Braves postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. I'm Grant McCauley. He is Jake Mastroianni. We're going to break this whole thing down for you. We'll talk about the heroics of the bottom of the Braves order. We'll talk about an unlikely walk-off hero and the Braves getting themselves even in this series and set up for a big weekend showdown with the San Diego Padres. we got a lot to get to on this. Before we do, though, I want to invite you to go ahead, hit subscribe here on YouTube to the Locked On Sports Atlanta page. We just passed 1,000 subscribers, so we appreciate you so much for your support. Make sure you leave those likes and comments and uh, ratings, and also make sure that you click that bell so that you get notifications whenever we drop a new episode, and make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. So with all of that out of the way, that's some exciting stuff, but how about the stuff we've been kind of waiting to see all season long? The DNA of this club, Jake, I felt the last four years has been its ability to rally and to come back and to win in dramatic fashion. They're not always walk-offs, but there should be a few of those mixed in there, and the Braves with a 5-3 walk-off victory over the Boston Red Sox. This felt like it was a long time coming, did it not? It was. We were talking about it last night, looking for that first walk-off. And not just that, but we keep hearing the stats on when the Braves score first, they win. When the other team scores first, they lose. And this was a night where they didn't score first and came back and won. So certainly a great night, hopefully a sign of things to come for this Braves team. Yeah, double-dipping a good fortune there, it would appear. So the Braves were able to pick up this victory. 5-3 was the final score. Let's jump into the line here. Game number 32 of the year for the Braves. Game number two against the Boston Red Sox in this series. Red Sox taking this loss, dropped to 11-20 and 20 on the season. Three runs, seven hits, no errors, seven men left on base. Braves now 15-17, and 17, so no chance to get back up to 500 after dropping the opener of the series, but a chance perhaps over the weekend with the Padres coming in. Five runs, eight hits, no errors, and five men left on base. The winner, Kinley Jansen, tossed a scoreless ninth. Ryan Brazier takes the loss. He gave up the home run to Orlando Arcia, the two-run job that broke a 3-3 tie and sent the Braves to victory. Brazier 0-1 on the year. Game lasted three hours, 11 minutes, 37,200 fans on hand at Truist Park to see it. And, and Jake, this was, again, one of those nights where you were hoping that the Braves' offense was going to find a way to break through. But as we got the lineup on this day, we saw no Ronald Acuna Jr. He's kind of dealing with a sore groin, so they wanted to give him the game off. He's got the day off, as the whole club does, on Thursday. And he kind of started thinking, boy, he just lost the opener this series. Now you don't have Acuna. What's this day going to be like? And as it turns out, no Acuna, no problem for the Braves, for some unsung heroes at the bottom of the order. Yeah, and I'm going to give a little inside scoop here on what my eyes tell me. Ronald Acuna Jr. jumping up and down, throwing water on Orlando Arcia, hopefully (laughs) gives me a good sign that that groin is going to be okay. But yeah, seeing that lineup, him not in there, Dansby at the top, Mm -hmm. not exactly what you were looking for. But Snicker did shake things up a little bit, put uh, Travis Darno up there and moved Ozuna down. Of course, you moved Travis up and he has a, a terrible night at the plate, but Good to at least see him, you know, try to shake things up a little a little bit. But like you said, the bottom of the order, getting it done. Travis Demerit, 
Orlando Arcia, RC with a three-hit night. So you got some offense, maybe, like you said, not exactly where you expected it. But either way, comes up gold for the Braves, and they get the win. Yeah, you have your eight and nine hitters hitting two run homers in this game. It was Travis Demerit to help get the Braves in and get Ian Anderson kind of back into this game. Early on, the Red Sox jumped him for three runs. A two-run homer by Trevor Story in the second inning broke the scoreless tie. That was, if you'll believe it, Trevor Story's first home run of the season, and it doesn't come until the second week of May. So the Red Sox, certainly happy to see that. Ian Anderson and the Braves, though, could have done without that for another day as far as him hitting any home runs. But Anderson was able to settle in. He did give up another run in the third, but five and a third innings of three-run ball, seven hits, one walk, four strikeouts, the home run to Trevor Story. Not a bad start from Ian Anderson. I'd say he left the Braves with a chance to win this game. The offense did have to come to life. It did. The two-run homer from Travis Demerit, an RBI double from Matt Olson that knotted things up, and that's how it would stay all the way into the late stages of the game. But, Jake, while we can celebrate the walk-off, another thing we've been talking about all season long is the questionable strike zones and calls that seem to be a nightly occurrence. You see the umpire scorecards, you see the replays, the video clips, and of course the, um, well, how shall I say, harsh reviews of some of the home plate umpiring that we've seen throughout the season because it has been truly at times bafflingly bad. There was a call that went in the Braves' favor on this night, which feels weird to even say, and also benefit from a walk-off hit at the end of the day. I don't know if the Braves used up a lot of luck to make this night happen, but Colin McHugh with the bases loaded to Kevin Plawecki in the sixth inning, clearly ball four. I mean, it was low. Plawecki called out on strikes, immediately ejected. Alex Cora ejected. And Adam Beck, the home plate umpire, and he made a call that went in the Braves' favor. So, Jake, I guess you live by the sword and you die by the sword here in 2022, even if you didn't even want to draw a sword. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where Guillermo Heredia was with his, but um, we saw him at the end. <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, there, there were definitely some questionable calls. And look, mm -hmm. I, I know as a fan of the Braves, you always feel like these calls are unbiased towards you, like they're always going against you. And I feel like the Braves certainly have been on the bad side of these a lot of times this year. So I'm not going to complain when there's a night or two where it does go in favor of the Braves. I know there was a call against Devers later in the game as well that he was not happy about um, that looked like it was in off the plate. So I, it's really unfortunately been a theme of this season so far. Umpiring has just not been great. Um, I don't really want to see automatic strike zones, but it's really hard when you're seeing all these missed calls like this and i know the technology is different today there's eyes on everything so it's it's out there so much more than it was before but it definitely is not a good look for these umpires but just glad that it went the braves way tonight and certainly was huge for them getting this win yeah every once in a while it does go in your favor I want to let you know before we go any further because we do have more to get to about this win we do of course have a preview to get to for this weekend's upcoming series against the san diego padres but linkedin jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Now, I don't know if anybody's going to be posting a job for umpires as far as the season is concerned. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. I don't know if we're going to see that automatic strike zone anytime soon. I know they're trying it out in the minor leagues. All I know is I would love to stop talking about this after most games, it feels like. It's just been a very ever-present annoyance that has been part of the 2022 season, seemingly more than it's ever been. But 
It went the Braves' way. Colin McHugh got Atlanta out of trouble. The bases were left loaded for the Red Sox. That's a huge opportunity to have the bat taken out of the hands of Ploiecki. And mind you, that strike three would have been ball four. It would have given a fourth run to the Boston Red Sox. So that certainly affected this game in a negative way. Speaking of bullpens, though, Atlanta's bullpen after Ian Anderson, thanks in part to that call, but also some good work by the relievers that came on. Three and two-thirds innings of hitless baseball, seven more punch-outs, Jake. This is a group that if you can get it, I feel like, into the sixth or seventh inning, you're going to have a chance to win a lot of baseball games if you can find the runs to build a lead. Yeah, that's what we talked about at the end of, of last night's postcast. You know, of Ian Anderson, I feel like, just get into the fifth, get through the fifth inning. And he, you know, worked into the sixth. I thought he did a good job, you know, throwing strikes, only had the one walk. But get into the sixth with the game tied or a lead. And yeah, you feel really good about your chances. I think Will Smith has quietly been really good for the Braves this year. And it feels like he hasn't pitched a lot lately. He's not not been overly used and yeah. maybe wrongly so, but I thought I feel like he's been really good for the Braves. Mentor's been great all season, and obviously Jansen. You know those three right now. I think are your top guys. I think in, I think you're seeing McHugh and maybe O'Day in the, that sixth inning type role. But I think everybody's starting to try to you know find their role in this bullpen. But yeah, I mean certainly great. They had three walks, but you had seven strikeouts. So right. uh, you know really great work by the bullpen to shut this thing down and give the Braves offense a chance to to strike and get that big home run, which they finally got in the bottom of the ninth. And as we've discussed, I mean, the walks aren't as bad if there's only a handful of them and you're not giving up any hits and you're racking up all those strikeouts. Braves bullpen did that in this one. You mentioned Will Smith as being kind of quietly good for the Braves this year. Well, I'm going to tell you, A.J. Minter has been, I will say, his his numbers are loudly saying that he is very, very good this year. Another scoreless inning, two more punch-outs for him on the year now. 198 ERA, two walks, 21 strikeouts in 13 and two-thirds innings. He has just looked like prime postseason A.J. Minter, and he helped out and the Braves win over the Red Sox as he kept Boston at bay to help get it to the ninth inning for that walk-off. Again, for Orlando Arcia, a guy that is not getting a lot of at-bats for the Braves, and it's understandable that you know he doesn't really have a clear role. It doesn't seem like Atlanta wants to use him as an infielder much, if at all, anymore. They've used him in the outfield some. The defense was certainly not uh, what you want to see out there a time or two, but he has made the most of some opportunities, Jake, and perhaps no bigger opportunity than today's game with three base hits and the walk-off home run, his first walk-off home run of his career, the first walk-off win for the Braves this year, and the bottom of the order, he and Travis Demerit providing four runs batted in via their two-run home runs. Sometimes it's the unsung heroes that help you win a baseball game. It certainly was on this night. Yeah, the seven, eight, nine hitters pick up five hits, um, three runs, and four RBI in this game. Got the two run homer by Demerit, and obviously the one by Arcia. It is just amazing to me, Grant. Arcia's had one at bat in the last 16 days, and he comes into this game yeah. because of an injury, picks up three hits, and wins the ball game. That is that that can't be easy to do to be sitting no. on the bench for that long, for that many games, and come in and have a three hit night. And get a walk-off homer. And a note quickly on the on this home run that I heard Jeff Rancor mention, and I think it was a great point, is that Ozzy always got on nice hit opposite field. Mm -hmm. The pitcher was really worried about Ozzy over there at first base. Very. I think you could see it in his pitches. Mm -hmm. He almost airmailed one to the backstop. He fell behind Arcia and then grew him a 2-0 fastball that Arcia just did not miss. Leaned back on almost Lorenzo Kane style on it, and uh, was just 
great. But I wanted to mention that just the fact that the pitcher was so worried about Ozzy over there, the threat of a steal really kind of helped set up that home run. But yeah, great work from RC. I mean, again, one at bat in 16 days coming into today, a three hit game and a walk off homer. That is pretty amazing. Yeah, and that'll work. And this is just one of the things that I know Ozzy Albies has not been finding his way on base at the clip that he wants to this year or that the Braves need him to, and hopefully that's a trend that will change. But when he does get on base, it is something that he does, maybe not to the extent that Ronald Acuna Jr. has done it by getting on and becoming a complete distraction, but Ozzy Albies has the speed, I think, in the awareness to steal 25, 30, or more bases if that was kind of the way that the game was tailored this year. I remember talking to him after he came up, and he told me like his goal for – the 2018 season, which would be his first full season in the big leagues, was to steal 50 bags. That was one of his goals. Get 200 hits, steal 50 bags. And he's worked on that 200 hits. He's worked on a lot of extra base hits that I never knew were up his sleeve. But the 50 stolen bases in a season, I don't know if it'll happen. But the ever-present distraction that a speedy, good base runner can be on base was an X factor, I think, in that inning as well. So that's uh, good looking out from Jeff Francoeur there and obviously very beneficial for Orlando Arcia getting himself a pitch he could drive, and, of course, the most important part of that, not missing it. Uh, we got a preview coming up for the Braves and Padres after the off day on Thursday. It'll be a three-game series. It starts on Friday night. I'll tell you more about that in a moment. First, I want to tell you about Built Bar because summer is coming, and you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. You can throw them in your bags or your kid's backpack. Make sure everyone has a bar so you are fueled for your summer adventures. You can go to Built Bar, or excuse me, Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your entire order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So as I mentioned, the Braves homestand continues. They get the off day on Thursday. Hopefully that means a little bit of a rest and some relaxation for the entire team, but also the return of Ronald Acuna Jr. come Friday night because the Padres are rolling into town. It's going to be Max Fried on the mound in the opener. He's 4-2 and two with a 2.68 ERA. He has been pitching great of late. And you Darvish is going to be on the mound. Always a tough customer for the Braves. He's three and one, a four oh five. I think we're going to see exactly the pitching matchups that we wanted on the Braves side in this series, Jake, as they were able to line up Freed and Morton and Wright to face a very tough San Diego club we've already seen this year. Yeah, you always got to feel pretty good going into a series when you have those three guys going. Um, and you know, obviously a very tough team in the Padres, but Braves went out there to San Diego, split a four-game series with them. So I think they're mm -hmm. up. For the task, just do not let Manny Machado continue to destroy destroy you. Keep keep that man uh, out of, of, of danger and harm's way mm -hmm. when he comes up to the plate. Make sure nobody is on base. He absolutely has crushed the Braves. But I do obviously love the pitching matchups for them in this series. Should be a lot of fun and hopefully a series win. And finally, a three-series game, so hopefully they can get a series win. I'm tired of these even-numbered series yeah. and getting the splits. It's time uh, for the Braves to get some more series wins under their belt. Yeah, and this is a good opportunity this weekend against a very game Padres club, but you do have, I think, some things that you didn't have the first time around, including Ronald Acuna Jr. if he's back in there. And also, it does feel like at times more so over the last couple of weeks, the Braves have started to show signs of who they have been rather than the team that has underperformed at times here in 2022 to start things out. But your game one pitching matchup on Friday after the off day on Thursday at Truist Park. It's Max Fried on the mound for the Braves. It's Ute Darvish taking the hill for the Padres. 7.20 p.m. Eastern time at Truist Park on Friday night. So that'll wrap things up for us here on the Braves postcast. 
We hope you enjoyed this one a whole lot more than that first game of this series. The Braves came up short to the Red Sox. They bounced back. They win in dramatic fashion. They do split this series, head into the off day with a little momentum and a big challenge waiting for them on the other side on Friday as the Padres come rolling into town. Uh, thanks, as always, for joining us here on the Braves Postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and make sure that you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Great night at the ballpark as the Braves grab their first walk-off win of the season. It's a 5-3 final score, Atlanta over Boston. He's Jake Mastriani. I'm Grant McCauley. We look forward to talking to you on Friday night as the Braves clash with the Padres to open up their weekend series. But until then, so long, everyone.